Senators, senators, I understand you do not want another emperor, but it seems you have been given one. I sympathize with you. I do not want to be an emperor, but it seems I have been chosen one. Perhaps you would take a little moment to sympathize with me. Welcome back, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, yes. cats and kittens, Aww. Barry and Goats. Stan and Papa Ryan. Bear, Teddy, to uh, the final episode of the life of Claudius. Yeah, all good things have to come to an end, and now it's his. Even though it is, I think, premature, but we'll decide that after we finish this episode. Was it premature? Was it natural? Or were, were there sinister forces? Behind it all. So Claudius is still doing uh, Agrippa's dirty work. If you believe Tacitus, right. she's even worse than Messalina in terms yeah. of uh, manipulating Claudius to get rid of people, probably not as many people as Messalina got rid of because she doesn't have as long, I guess, um, in, the, in right. the job with Claudius by her side. Not that she's going anywhere in a hurry. <laughs> But uh, he is. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Tacitus writes, Claudius, on the other hand, was being prompted to exhibit the worst cruelty by the artifices of the same Agrippina. On the accusation of Tarquitius Priscus, she ruined Statilius Taurus, who was famous for his wealth, and at whose gardens she cast a greedy eye. These women, they love their gardens. They all want a big garden. Women haven't changed much. You know, no. they still just want a garden. Messalina wanted a garden. She wants yeah. a garden. Well, Empress Josephine with Napoleon wanted a big fucking garden. They all right. just want gardens, these empresses. Let me ask you this. When's the last time Chrissy came to you and said, you know what, I really like the neighbor's garden. Uh, do we have any poison? Do we have any rat poison <laughs> laying around? I mean, good God. Just because, I mean, I know that they're rich. I know that they have gardens. And I know that they're, I guess, p- potential political obstacles to what she wants. But God damn, taking people out, ruining their careers just to move her son forward. I mean, that's some cold-hearted shit. But I think it's become par for the course at this point. Tacitus goes on to say, Priscus had served under Taurus in his proconsular government of Africa and after their return yeah. charged him with a few acts of extortion, and? but particularly with magical <laughs> and superstitious practices. <laughs> now, this is where I was hoping, first of all, Priscus, his nickname is Priscus the Prick. But anyways, I would like to think that the Senate would go, extortion, oh my God. Oh, and some practicing some magic stuff. But I think it's the other way around. I think everybody's freaking out at the idea of some kind of magic that's black magic. It's going to be really bad. They can kill people. And we're not just talking about playing a Black Sabbath record backwards. I guess we're talking about interfering in important people's lives or maybe taking someone's life through magic. Well, you know, if this had been a little bit later, I would have even suggested that maybe Statilius Taurus was a Christian and was right. uh, praying to oh. you know for miracle things, and that could have right. fallen under the Roman view of superstitious practices. But there's nothing there's nothing in any of the sources that I read that suggests right. that he was a Christian. Um, it was just an know, accusation that could works. have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It could have it could have been he consulted astrologers. Could have just been some made up 
yeah. bullshit. Um, Tacitus goes on to say, Taurus no yes. longer able to endure a false accusation and an undeserved humiliation put a violent end to his life before the Senate's decision was pronounced. Tarquitius was, however, expelled from the Senate, yes. a point which the senators carried out of hatred for the accuser, notwithstanding the intrigues of Agrippina. So, uh, snitches get stitches. That was the Senate's policy. Let let me ask you, if I ruined you publicly or whatever, I don't know. I mean, I know I've ruined you anally, but if I ruined you publicly and you got to the point where you decided that you were going to kill yourself, I mean, that's pretty drastic. Wouldn't you even maybe take 10 seconds to think, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to kill myself, but first I'm going to go kill that son of a bitch who did this to me. And then I want to kill myself. I mean, murder, suicide. I don't know. No one's doing that. They're just like, oh, I've been shamed. My reputation has been tarnished. And now I'm going to drive a sword into my stomach. Just these fucking Romans are intense. Mm. Yeah, I'd go on a killing spree, man. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I got nothing to lose. I'm going to die. So make a list of enemies. Hunt down people all with the gardens. people that write. Yes. You know, oh, iTunes yeah. Reviews Facebook. Just print mm. out some Facebook. Pe- yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> So, uh, I mean, Claudius isn't really involved. This is the interesting thing. Like, Tacitus, this is how you have to be careful with Tacitus. Right. He says, Claudius was prompted to exhibit the worst cruelty. But then this guy, uh, Priscus, accuses him. The Senate hadn't even given a decision before Taurus committed suicide. So what's this got to do with? Claudius, really? What's Claudius's yeah. responsibility in all of this? Yeah. I, the best I can do is if you're the captain of the ship and there's some shit going on on that ship, you get the ultimate responsibility. But you're absolutely right. As far as we can tell, Claudius is, he probably has no idea what's going on. And he was probably shocked when he heard that this guy killed himself. It's, it's Agrippina. It's the people that she's using. I'm not saying that um, Claudius is an idiot. I just think that he's uninvolved, but he's getting the blame nonetheless. Well, Claudius's whole thing from the minute he became emperor was, hey, Senate, do your job. Uh, I'm just the, you know, he went back to, I'm just the princeps, the first man among equals. You've got a job. Go fucking do it. He's in the 60s. Come on. I don't understand how he cops the blame for this. It's the Senate that are doing this. I mean, even if he was presiding over the Senate during this, he's like, hey, you know, I'm just one guy. Uh, these are accusations, they should be heard. I mean, whether or not this is really all being driven by Agrippina, we don't know. We only have Tacitus's suggestion, but it's not like Caligula... I mean, Claudius was uh, having this guy appear before him on his knees and handing out death sentences. It was being tried by the Senate. So it's like, come on, Tacitus, you're better than that. I hate it when people say that. But come on. Absolutely. It's, here's the best I can do. If Agrippina's doing it, maybe he's being blamed because he's not checking his wife. But I mean, you're married. I mean, you don't you don't spend too many hours in the day checking your wife when she wants something done. It just doesn't happen. Checking but, her out. Checking her out. Yeah. Uh, anyways, keep sending the pics. I appreciate that. But you're welcome. At the very, I guess, at the most, you can say he wasn't checking his wife. But even that's a stretch because we don't know. On the flip side, he, I mean, and, and some of this, the way it's depicted, by the way, in Tacitus is like Agrippina is making Nero look good by having all these people come and right. give them their submissions and then her using her influence 
with Claudius to get them approved. At yeah. the same time, she's driving Claudius to do, you know, bad things to make him unpopular. Uh, yes, yes. It's the way that, that Tacitus sort of plays it out. But then he has Claudius right. throwing people a bone, like, for example, the Greek island of Kos, where the lettuce comes from. Um, a, a.k.a. Romaine lettuce. By the way, did you know that for at least 3,000 years, lettuce was associated with the Egyptian god of fertility, Min, because of Ooh. its resemblance to the phallus, I read. Now, I did not know that. I haven't seen your phallus for a while, Ray, but right, I right. don't Hold remember... Oh, oh ahead, okay, sorry. there it is, yeah. Now, <laughs> I don't remember it looking like a lettuce. No, I, and I appreciate you saying that it did not looked like a letter. So, yeah, that, that reference escapes me. Let me put this away. <laughs> that was the first thing I said when you pulled it out was, wow, it doesn't even <laughs> look like a lettuce. Like, I was yeah. expecting a lettuce yeah. head or something, but no. Yeah. No, yeah. no, Just, anyway. Yeah. Next, the you emperor proposed... Disappointed. <laughs> disappointed. <laughs> Next... <laughs> The emperor proposed. I mean, if it's if you're gonna if you're gonna compare a lettuce to right. any body part, I mean, it's right. a vagina, really. Yeah, because of the folds and yeah. No, I'm yeah. right there with you, brother. You yeah. can fuck yeah. a head of lettuce, and some of us have <laughs> today. <I'm> not... <laughs> yeah, that's not Caesar salad dressing. That's <laughs> that's race. So anyway, <laughs> life of Caesar salad dressing is what it is. Holy shit, why aren't we marketing that? Ray and Cam's yes. Life yes. of Caesar salad now, dressing. Whoa, 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 oh. whoa. I can only make like two bottles a day. So, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. On the marketing there, okay? Well, that's the problem. People wouldn't people wouldn't eat it. They'd be like, oh, I'm not so sure. I don't know. Uh, I mean, does this smell right to you? Counter. Taking the lid but off here. Does this, does this smell funny? I don't know. It smells like oh, it's a bit salty. I don't know. What's going <laughs> it is salty. It's got a yeah, saltine taste to it. Um, Tastes like sorry. limoncello. I don't know what's <laughs> limoncello, gummies, and salt, and a, and a hint of desperation. <laughs> what, what have we? How do we describe uh, Rear Admiral Hillencotter on the oh, uh, Cold he, War show the other day? Exuded insignificance. Significance. There we go. Whereas it's got a my it's yeah it smells like insignificance <laughs> smells like teen spirit or insignificance that's how you know it's mine uh, yeah. oh oh bong <laughs> guns bring your friends it's fun to lose and to pretend she's overboard self assured I know I think we've oh, made that better. I think we actually hell. proved it. 
Hey, you want to know when that song came out? <laughs> when? Ooh, oh, what, 30 years ago? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. One of us is getting old. Can you, can you believe that? Oh, my God. I try it smells to, like teen spirit. Try not to think about it. It smells like Teen Spirit, 1991, nearly oh my 30 years ago. God. Man. Holy shit. It holds up well. Like, I remember that yeah. like it was yesterday, yes. man. Fuck. I love that song. Remember that hit in the airwaves, the film clip, Kurt, his hair, just, yeah. he looks like he's like, oh. Don't give a shit, and angry, fucking the whole... Oh, thanks. Dave on drums. Yeah. Oh. I can't wait for the uh, the uh, Stan and Barry album to come out with all these various songs. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Well, when we do the TV show, oh, it's we're just going to... Soundtrack. Is, yeah. We'll have our yeah. own Yeah, well, it's just the, the, the final 20 what? minutes of every episode is <laughs> just us jamming. What are you going to do with all your money? Oh, my God, this oh, is going to be fuck. awesome. Digger. Hire 30,000 slaves uh, <laughs> to buy dig. them. You don't I just want to see them it done. Dig a, dig a hole through yeah, a tunnel. I mean, dig mile. a tunnel through a mountain. Yeah. You know? You know? Yeah. We'll buy the Why? mountain. Why? Just because. And then we'll dig a tunnel through it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, where, were we? where were we? Oh, the <laughs> island of Koz. Right. Uh, lettuce, dicks. Yep. I'm uh, next, the emperor. This <laughs> yep. is Tacitus. Next, the emperor proposed to grant immunity from taxation to the people of Koz, and he dwelt much on their antiquity. The Argives or Coeus... The father of Latona right. were the earliest. In, see, there's nothing worse than a, histori- a historian emperor. Right. I said, it's a true fucking story. True story. Chrissy used the word loosey-goosey uh, last night. Right. And I said, oh, I mentioned something about loosey-goosey on the Cold War show yesterday. She said, oh, yeah, what was, how, how, what? And I said, oh, I was talking about how the original CIA charter had some loosey-goosey wording in it. Right. And uh, as a result of that, they were able to run 81 illegal uh, covert <laughs> operations in the next four years under Truman. And, you know, they, uh, the, you know what the first one was? And she goes, what? I go, well, they, they spent 10 or 20 million uh, influencing the Italian elections and basically spreading all this propaganda right. and buying and bribing people. And she says, oh, is it fucking history hour already? <laughs> oh, my God. I can't. Please tell me you didn't slap her, even open-handed, even if she deserved it. Please tell me you did Pulled not. a Connery. Yeah, I like fucking Sean Connery you right now, but I'm not because I'm I, a nice guy. I hope you withheld sexually from her. That'd teach her a lesson. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For like five minutes, five and a half. Until uh, <laughs> uh, she pulls out a wand and uh, her Hitachi magic wand and she's like, fucking, I need you, motherfucker. Look at this. <laughs> and it does this tell is me like, history stories. <laughs> this is like, you know, Popeye with a can of spinach or... Uh, Roger Ramjet, when he takes his proton energy pill, gives him the strength of 20 men for a period of 20 seconds. I don't, it's all I need is 20 seconds with the Hitachi, man. She looks up at you and she goes, are you still here? Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're harshing my porn. Get out of here. Uh, oh, my God. I'm sorry you have to go through that. He dwelt much on their antiquity. The Argives of Coeus. The father of Latona were the earliest inhabitants of the island. Mm-hmm. Soon afterwards, by the arrival of Asculapius, right. the art of the physician was introduced and was practised with much fame by his descendants. Claudius then named them one by one with the periods in which they had respectively flourished. Damn. He said to the Xenophon, right. of whose medical skill he availed himself, right. was one of the same family 
and that they ought to grant his request and let the people of Koz dwell free from all tribute in their sacred island as a place devoted to the sole service of their God. Yes. You people are so fucking awesome. You've contributed so much to medicine. You get a free pass. Just go go be you and go stay awesome. I mean, that's a hell of a gesture from an emperor. And you're and you're right, because he's a historian, he was able to list off all these names and what their goddess or gods or goddesses of. Incredible. Yeah. For six hours. Just going to town. It's like reading the book of uh, Genesis or Deuteronomy. Right. <laughs> it's followed by this guy, and he was followed by this he guy. He begat and this then person, and he, he begat <laughs> this person. Oh, begat oh, all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. the key point in all of that is right. he granted this request uh, because of Xenophon, his doctor, right. who was uh, from the island of Koz. Trustworthy, uh, dedicated. Oh, you can One trust Xenophon. Yes. Trust oh, a Greek. Oh, love Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> loves me. He loves me. He takes he good loves care of me. me. Such yeah. a, my, he's my doctor. Yeah. If you can't trust your doctor. Exactly. He knows everything about me. My rash, everything. <laughs> Who can you trust? He's good people. He's good people. He's good people, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see more about Xenophon in a minute. But um, then yeah. there was Byzantium. Right. Envoys, again, Tacitus here. Envoys from Byzantium, having received audience and complaining to the Senate of their heavy burdens, yes. re- recapitulated their whole history. Yeah. The fucking Claudius. Claudius would love this. Oh, everyone (laughs) sit down. They're going to tell us their history. Beginning with the treaty which they concluded with us when we fought against that king of Macedonia whose supposed spurious birth acquired for him the name of the Pseudo-Philip. Nice. What do you know about the what do you know about the pseudo Philip Ray? Yeah, the last king of Macedon, uh, Andriscus, I think is how you say his name. He was king from 149 to 148. And as you can imagine, that's not very long. He was a pretender. He claimed to be the son of uh, Perseus of Macedon. But like you just said, during the Fourth Macedonian War, he is defeated. Rome takes over the territory, and because of his Pretending to be a son of a king, he is known as the pseudo-Philip. So he's a liar and a loser. Trump hates both of those. Wow, you fucking did some now, research on that, man. You got you, you, I'm done. That. I'll yeah. see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> they reminded us of the forces which they had afterwards sent against Antiochus, Perses, and Aristonicus of the aid yeah. they had given Antonius in the pirate war. Mark Antony's father. Yep, 74. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of their offers to Sulla, Lucullus, and Pompeius, and mm-hmm. then of their late services to the Caesars when they were in occupation of a district particularly convenient for the land or sea passage of generals and armies, as well as for the conveyance of supplies. It was indeed on that very narrow strait which parts Europe from Asia at Europe's furthest extremity that the Greeks built Byzantium. When they consulted the Pythian Apollo as to where they should found a city, the oracle replied that they were to seek a home opposite to the blind men's country. This obscure hint pointed to the people of Chalcedon, who, though they arrived there first and saw before others the advantageous position, chose the worse. 
For Byzantium had a fruitful soil and productive seas as immense shoals of fish pour out of the Pontus and are driven by the sloping surface of the rocks underwater to quit the windings of the Asiatic shore and take refuge in these harbours. Consequently, the inhabitants were at first money-making and wealthy traders, but afterwards, under the, excess, under the pressure of excessive burdens, they petitioned for immunity or at least relief and were supported by the emperor, who argued to the Senate that, exhausted as they were by the late wars in Thrace and Bosporus, they deserved help so their tribute was remitted for five years. No way in hell would we ever make the fucking the capital of the Roman Empire in Byzantium, he said. That that would be fucking <laughs> crazy. Crazy talk. Crazy, crazy talk. talk. Yeah. I can't picture I just like that bit about um, yeah. consulting the, author, the uh, oracle, the Apollo, the Pythian Apollo oracle right. about where to build it. They said build it opposite the blind men's countries. I mean... I would have spent my life walking around looking for a land of blind men. They're like, no, you idiot. No, no. To learn to read Metaphor. the Apollo. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Don't be so literal. Yeah. But again, another good deed. So whether it's him, you know, it, when time comes, Nero gets credit for as well, because why the state of Rome has granted them no taxes for the next five years. How can those people not be thinking well of who's ever in charge of Rome? Yeah. But then. According to Tacitus, then in the year 54. Yes. There were some warning signs that <laughs> things probably weren't going to go well for someone in Rome. <laughs> right. He writes, in the consulship of Marcus Asinius and Manius Achilles, yeah. it was seen to be portended by a succession of prodigies. Sure. Oh, it was like, what, there was like a bunch of like four-year-olds composing <laughs> symphonies like Mozart? <laughs> Or, or digging tunnels. Either way, who knows what they were doing. Like that fucking six-year-old who I played a game of chess at last week. <laughs> Did you break a finger? Um, you should have broke a finger. No, I chopped his finger off in the car oh, park afterwards. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. I'm back. Taylor and I are back there tonight. We're playing the second night make of the it, tournament. For those cry. people who didn't see it on Facebook, my son Taylor and I played a chess tournament last week. I played a six-year-old little Korean kid. <laughs> who I managed to get a draw with. It was the only game of the night I didn't lose. And I was like, in right. your face, kid, I, you didn't even beat me. Right. Um, but he looked so bored. We were playing 10-minute uh, <laughs> blitz chess. Oh, not blitz, speed chess. Right. He, he wasn't even looking at the pieces. He was like oh so bored, God. yawning, just fucking moving. Yeah. <clears throat> and at the end of the game, he offered a draw. I accepted um, because it was in perpetual check, but right. he still had about eight minutes left on his clock out of his ten minutes. I was down to like a minute, and he had barely used any time and played right. me to a move, draw. It was move, so move. it was wonderful, yeah. really, honestly. Yeah, as a chess player and as a father, like Fox is six, and Fox, you know, can barely concentrate <laughs> through a game of chess. This kid yeah. smoked me, yeah, and I was like, wow, like that's. Fucking awesome. And then in my next mm -hmm. game, I was sitting at the board next to this kid. I watched this kid play another guy. Same thing happened. Like the kid right. was just, you know, not even looking at his clock. The other guy's clock was run down. Kid offered him a draw. Um, amazing. Damn. Really, He's really. How the fuck does a see? I've been playing chess for yeah. 46 years. <laughs> no, 44 years. This kid, I started right. when I was six too. 
Um, I said to the kid, hey, I started chess when I was your age. He was like, really? What, what, yeah. what have you done since then? Um, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, it was great. It was fantastic. I mean, as a chess player, like, it's horrible to get cleaned up right. by a kid, but on the other hand, it's... You're impressed. It's great. You're like, fuck yes. me, yeah, seriously impressed. It was great. Yeah. In the year of the consulship, blah, 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 prodigies that there were to be political changes for the worst. The soldiers' standards and tents were set in a blaze by lightning... Yes. A swarm of bees settled on the summit of the capital. Someone just spilled something. Sticky and sweet, that's all. Don't fucking go crazy. Births of monsters. Yeah. Half man, half beast. Um, and of a pig with a hawk's talons were... It's called birth defect. ...reported. Right. It's just called Virginia, right? <laughs> oh, look. Yeah. Stop having sex with pigs. Yeah. That's what I say. Yeah, we find out that when your DNA tree doesn't fork, you're going to get a lot of crazy shit um, when the baby comes out. Yeah, and so, but again, supposedly all these things were happening. And the next thing is that within a couple of months, a quester, an edile, a tribune, a praetor, and a consul died. Uh, so again, that was freaking people out. Me personally, kind of like lawyers, I call that a good start. But the point is, if you were looking for bad signs you could find bad signs in this year. Something bad's going to happen to somebody. You know, I would think that uh, the arrival of a half-man, half-beast... Yeah, why isn't it good news? Yeah, right? Yeah, something fucking awesome going to happen, man. I mean, this is badass. You don't see this every day. But yeah, they get... Somebody's making a lot of money out of that, for a start. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tourism, tourism dollars, bring them into Rome. Uh, yeah. You know, you, you get to fuck it. I mean, how how often do you get to fuck extra, something that's half man, half beast? Extra fee, but yes, yes, you do. Yes, extra yes. fee, of course. I don't <laughs> see why this is a bad, bad sign. No, no, no. Uh, big swarm of but bees, fantastic. Yeah. Like uh, you know, uh, honey, uh, right. pollinating the flowers. Uh, it's all to the good in the capital. Yeah, anyway, yeah, it's, 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 I'm, I'm a half. Cup right. full kind of kind of right. guy, I guess. Right. But but they're but we've ta- we've been over this. The Romans are extremely superstitious, and I guess they take any sign as something that's automatically going to be bad. Kind of can't blame them with the history they've had over the last hundred years. But yeah, so now they're all waiting for something bad to happen. By the way, this uh, Marcus Sassinius, who was a consul, his full name is Marcus Sassinius Marcellus. He was the oh. son of Marcus Sassinius Agrippa. Who had been a consul in twenty five, and who were, and so th- that makes this Marcus Asinius Marcellus the paternal grandson of Vipsania Agrippina, right. which makes uh, well, his father was the half brother of Drusus Julius Caesar, the son of Tiberius, right. poisoned by um, what was he, Cianus. Sejanus, Sejanus. Sejanus, yeah. Back to Tacitus. Um, It was accounted a portent. Oh, yeah, they all died. You said that. But Agrippa's terror was the most conspicuous. Alarmed by some words dropped by Claudius when half intoxicated (laughs) that it was his destiny to have to endure his wife's infamy and at last punish it. Yeah. Bitches be crazy. She determined to act without a moment's delay. Now, I mean, he's, 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 yes, yes. If you're going to get drunk, right? Don't 
don't get drunk and tell your wife that you're going to have to punish her you one know, day. It's, <laughs> it's, it's only a matter of time before I got to whip that ass because you were such a hoe. Anyway, good night, honey. I mean, <laughs> don't, don't drink separately from your wife. That's my motto, yeah. always. Always yeah. drink separately because you never know what's yeah. going to come out. <laughs> Good night, honey. I love you. I probably have to probably fucking kill, kill you in her. the morning. Yeah, probably have to kill her. She's like, "What was that?" Oh, did I say that out yeah. loud? Oh, I gotta get, I mean, get you some flowers. Yeah. Your vagina yeah. looks like cabbage. Oh, Good night. In <laughs> <laughs> a good way. In a good way. You know, and I love my cabbage. Anyway, okay. Good night. <laughs> hey, let his face. Hey, let his face. Yeah, guard. You got a face like That's a vagina. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? You can't do none. Fucking Claudius. I'm cluck, 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 Claudius. Mother, I will fuck you up. Yeah, it might be in my 60s, but I snap my fingers and you will be fucked up. I got to go to bed. I'm speaking out of turn. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry. I don't mean nothing by it. I go to bed now. Why do I feel like you're just replaying what happened at your house on Thanksgiving? <laughs> this is every night. Anyways. <laughs> every night the gummies come out. Anyway, so it was something I was... Something like that, yeah. Back to Tacitus. First, she destroyed Lepida from motives of feminine jealousy. Yes. Lepida, indeed, is the daughter of the younger Antonia and the grandniece of Augustus, the cousin of Agrippina and sister of her husband, Gnaeus. Damn! Thought herself of equally high rank. In beauty, yeah. youth and wealth, they differed but slightly. Both were shameless, infamous and intractable and were rivals in vice as much as in the advantages they had derived from fortune. It was indeed a desperate contest whether the aunt or the mother should have the most power over Nero. Lepida mm. tried to win the young prince's heart by flattery and lavish liberality, while mm. Agrippina, on the other hand, who could give her son empire but could not endure that he should be emperor, was fierce and full of menace. Now, what do you think he means by could not endure that he should be emperor? Is that a bit of a spoiler? Or is he saying that she didn't want him to be emperor? I, I think it's, she's probably one of, and we've seen this in history a billion times. She's an intelligent, as far as we know, because you, you don't really know if you can trust the sources, but she seems intelligent and ambitious. And the best she can do because of the culture of Rome is make her son emperor. She doesn't have to like that shit, but if she wants to survive and if she wants to be as close to power as she can, she makes him emperor. And like all, like all massively dysfunctional moms, you control your son as long as you can up until the point you can't. But I think that's as close to power as she's she's going to get. But like you said, Domitia, if she controls him, it's going to be a, it's going to be a world of hurt for Agrippina. So she's doing the best she can with what she's got. But that doesn't mean she has to like it. Yeah. So Lepida is Domitia Lepida, the younger or Domitia yeah. Lepida minor, the younger mm -hmm. daughter of the consul Lucius Domitius and Hennebarbus and Antonia Major. Yeah. Her elder her sister was Domitia Lepida the Elder, and her younger brother was Gnaeus Domitius Ahenobarbus, the father of Nero. Yeah, so there's a connection there, and she's using that to try to sweet-talk this boy and then maybe be a in major influence over his life because he's just, you know... I mean, Claudius is in his 60s. Something's going to happen eventually. So they're positioning so, themselves. 
so Lepida was the great niece of Augustus. Yes. The granddaughter of Mark Antony. Right. The second cousin to Caligula. Right. First cousin and mother-in-law to Claudius. Yes. And, originally, and paternal aunt of Nero, mother-in-law of Claudius, because she was the mother of Messalina. Oh, and she is right there in the palace. She has every remember, right to be in there. Yeah. Remember when Messalina got arrested, um, it was, yeah. I think, L- Lepida garden. that gave her a knife, yeah, and said, right. just do the right, do the right yeah. thing. Um, and she she couldn't. Soldier had to right. kill her. But mother was there. Yeah, you fucked up. You done fucked up, bitch. Yeah, you Here's got a knife. caught. No, no, you, you didn't caught. do bad. Yeah. You didn't. You got no, caught. There's a you difference. You just got caught. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And she's determined not to be caught. But it's too late. Now she had a son who was Faustus Cornelius Sulla Felix. We've mentioned yeah. before. Yeah, he was married to Claudius's other daughter, Claudia Antonia. Mm-hmm. Not the one that just married uh, Nero. Right. He was consul in 52, aged only 30. He's an up-and-comer. So Messalina's gone, but Messalina's brother is uh, a threat. And the mother, yes. Messalina's mother, is a threat. So how do you get rid so, of the mom? Anyway? Well... Yeah, well, you have to you have to make her look bad for a start. Now, right. before we get into that, before, around about yeah. the time Claudius became emperor in forty one, Lepida had married her third husband, who was Appius Junius Solanus, the consul from twenty eight. Right. In the following year, forty two CE, he had been put to death by God. Claudius. He's the guy that Messalina said she saw in a dream that he right. was going to assassinate Claudius. God. Remember, this was a this was yeah. a. Stepfather, right? And she said that he was gonna. I had a she dream. had a stepfather. Yeah, I had a dream. Yeah, she had a stepfather. He's got to die. Yeah, yeah. No, and no apparently, trial. No nothing. According yeah. according to uh, Tacitus, because she was trying to fuck him, and right. he refused. You don't. She's like, come though. on, you f- you fuck my yeah. mum. Yeah. What well, do I'm not as good as my mum. I'm like twenty years younger. Come on. Yeah, it's all good. Stick it in. Stick it in my yeah. lettuce. Now. <laughs> now. Let's play. Let's play hide the hide the kumquat. Come on, come on, come on. No, I'm gonna get you fucking killed. Put your salad dressing in my lettuce. Um, <laughs> let's make let's make a Caesar salad together. What? Come just, on, just do it. Stick it. In, stick well, it in. I'm a little bit worried about what the croutons are in this uh, <laughs> scenario. It's your testicles, and I'm gonna crunch them if you don't get started. Now, come on. <laughs> now, uh, yes. So Agrippina was Lepida's former sister-in-law, because she'd been once married to a Hennebarbus, Lepida's brother. Right. It's so fucking convoluted, the whole thing. It's like uh, yes. days of our lives. <laughs> right, so back to Tacitus. It was charged on Lepida that she had made attempts on the emperor's consort by magical incantations. Sure, sure. The old magical incantations <laughs> trick. You know. Try to kill me! Yeah. Yeah, in a dream. No, with magic. Uh, magic okay. in a dream. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's what it was. Whammy. Which one was right. it? That was magic in a dream. Yeah. When everyone gets her killed. They go, well, magic's not real, but <laughs> if you do magic in a dream. Then, yes. Dreams aren't real. Magic's oh. not real, but the two not reals cancel themselves Can- out. That's math. That's uh, math. You, that's, that's reversing the polarity <laughs> of the dream, not mag- magic right. thing. 
It's one of the bases of the universe, right there. Like that, you got to go. It, uh, it's one of the one of the like, later Doctor Who's. Like, I can't remember if it was Tenant. I think it was a Tenant line when he's like he was trying to pull something off. He goes, "Oh, he just finishes, you know, reversing the wiring or something at the last minute." He goes, "Shouldn't take me that long to reverse the polarity or something like this. I'm, I must be out of touch." <laughs> <laughs> I can do this. Come on! For people who haven't seen Doctor Who, uh, his one of his constant get out of jail free cards is to reverse the polarity, right? Which means it, uh, fucking means nothing. But that's that's the door. You know, would, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a Desux machina. Uh, you'll just reverse the polarity of something, and the bomb right. will end up blowing somebody else up, or the laser will, you yeah. know, revert back on itself, or something. Is that? Like turning a vacuum cleaner from suck to blow. I don't know. Like stick, yeah, sticking your dick <laughs> in the end of a vacuum. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. again, yeah, quit looking at my right. window. But anyway, okay, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Let's focus. Uh, it was charged on Lepida that she was using magic and was disturbing the peace of Italy by an imperfect control of her troops of slaves in Calabria. Mm. Now, apparently she was very rich. She had big estates in Calabria, had a lot of slaves in Calabria, uh, I tried to figure out what this was all about. I found nothing on what this I, all meant. I did. I did. I, what, what it is is the slaves would slick back their hair with grease, put on leather jackets, go around the local town, dance. But while they were dancing and singing, they would also rough up the locals and the tourists. Uh, it turns out you can't do that. Um, she's responsible. She has to be put down. So West Side Story. <laughs> I thought it was or shot on up or Greece. Yeah, you with me? Something like that. I don't know. We did good. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit of bit of work. Needs a bit of work to get there. <laughs> so, anywho. Yes. Uh, that's the slaves. For this, she was sentenced to death. Sure. Notwithstanding the vehement opposition of Narcissus, who, right. as he more and more suspected Agrippina, was said to have plainly told his intimate friends that his destruction was certain. Yes. Whether Britannicus or Nero were to be emperor, but that he was under such obligations to Claudius that he would sacrifice life to his welfare. Messalina and Silius had been convicted, and now again there were similar grounds for accusation. If Nero were to rule or Britannicus succeed to the throne, he would himself have no claim on the then reigning sovereign. Meanwhile, a stepmother's treacherous schemes were convulsing the whole imperial house with far greater disgrace than would have resulted from his concealment of the profligacy of the emperor's former wife. Even as it was, there was shamelessness enough, seeing that Pallas was her paramour, mm. so that no one could doubt that she held honour, modesty, and her very person, everything, in short, cheaper 
than sovereignty. So she's got other cards. Narcissus is like, well, if I rat her out, yeah, I'm fucked. I'm fucked. Like Nero hates me. Britannicus hates me because yeah. uh, I ratted out both of their mothers. Uh, now I'm really wishing I hadn't got rid of Messalina because uh, I mean she was a dirty hoe, but uh, yeah, you know, talk to her. She, yeah. yeah, she wasn't as bad as this one, right? Dirtier whore, or her? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> This, get back to Tacitus, this and the like he was always saying and he would embrace Britannicus, expressing earnest wishes for a speedy arrival at a mature age. Yes. Because, again, he's, he's, I don't think he's even taken the toga of rulers yet. No. Right? He's probably about only 14 we- at this Wheaties, stage. protein, something. Yeah. Steroids. And would raise his hand, now to heaven, now to the young prince, with entreaty that as he grew up he would drive out his father's enemies and also take vengeance on the murderers of his mother. Under this great burden of anxiety, he had an attack of illness and went to Sinuessa to recruit his strength with its balmy climate and salubrious waters. Yes. Tell me well, everything you know about Sinuessa. Yeah, it's just south of Rome uh, at Thermal Springs, basically. Livy said people go there, women go there uh, who are infertile, it will cure them. And men go there who are suffering from insanity, it will cure them. And so I guess Narcissus is like, I'm going to go there, I'm going to take the waters, it's pleasant to be there, I'll relax, get my nerves back under control, and then I'll come back swinging, come back swinging, swinging. But the point is, some people are going to see his departure as an opportunity. And who recommended that he go to Sinuessa to uh, get his uh, health back into shape? I don't know. Please tell me. Well, the suggestion is that it might have been uh, Dr. Xenophon. Oh, good old Dr. ZX. X. Good old Dr. X. You know what? (laughs) You look a little stressed. You look a little tired. I'd recommend going south a little bit and get into those thermal springs. Change Change your world. Change your life. You'll be awesome. So go on. I, yeah, here's, just, a, here's a prescription right here. Here you go. Let me yeah, write this down. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. You, get, you can get something back on your insurance if you go. But just uh, 20% and go. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Just just leave Rome for a month, would you? That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on. But, you know, let me ask you this. When is there not a lot going on around? Yeah, Fuck honestly. it. Fuck it. Just go. You're rich. Just go. You're rich. You, you got this. You yeah. know, the whole tunnel thing, not, not, not your best <laughs> moment. People are still talking. Uh, That's all I'm saying. That's yeah. I'm saying. yeah. Just, just take, you, you, you've been under a lot of pressure. You're under a lot of pressure. Yeah. That's what it is. Just yeah. go and uh, relax a bit. Put your feet up. Right. When's the last time you took care of yourself? You're taking care of Rome. You're taking care of um, Claudius. But when's the last time someone took care of you? I want you to oh, go on this trip. Yeah. You need a little bit of you time. <laughs> Narcissus. I mean, your fucking name is Narcissus. <laughs> You're, you're allowed to be a narcissist. Yeah, it's, it's in your you. name. Exactly. Yeah, it's all about hint, you. Hint. Just Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but with him out of the way, yes. uh, now Agrippa has her chance to get rid of Claudius. Tacitus writes, Thereupon Agrippina, who had long decided on the crime and eagerly grasped at the opportunity thus offered and yes. did not lack instruments, <laughs> deliberated on the nature of the poison to be used. Damn. The deed would be betrayed by one that was sudden and instantaneous. 
While if she chose a slow and lingering poison, there was a fear that Claudius, when, his, when near his end, might, right. on detecting the treachery, return to his love for his son, yes. Britannicus, that it's is. It's all about timing. She decided on some rare compound which might derange his mind and delay death. Ooh. A person skilled in such matters was selected, Locusta right. by name. A specialist. Who, who had lately <laughs> been condemned for poisoning... Yeah. And had long been retained as one of the tools of despotism. By this woman's art, the poison was prepared and it was to be administered by a eunuch, Halotus, right. who was accustomed to bring in and taste the dishes. Yeah. Well, let's I, unpick that a little bit. Yes, yes. Well, first of all, I like the fact that you have this person who has poisoned someone, they're dead, you lock them up, but you don't get rid of them right away. You're like, you know... You might come in handy in the future. I don't know why. I don't have anything in mind, but I I have a feeling I should keep you around for a little while. That would scare the shit out of me. But that's what happens. You have this professional poisoner on staff, on retainer. She's just in a jail cell. Did you uh, did you see the uh, poison that this uh, Locusta recommended to Agrippina? I did. But before we get to that, yeah, so yeah. I love I love again. This is going to be a scene in our film. This woman was arrested for poisoning someone. Right. And how many times have we seen that in, oh, yeah. in the course of our shows? Yeah. And I love the fact that she's, you know, she's probably about to be executed. <laughs> and one night she's in a cell. Somebody comes out of the dark with a hood on. Right. And uh, it's like, let with her a out. Voice, voice scrambler? Yes. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> somebody, somebody walks up to the prison guard and goes... This is not the one you were looking for. Let her out. And they let her out of the jail cell. Right. And in the hood, the hood comes off and it's, right. uh, it's uh, Agrippina. She's yes. like, I may have a job for you. Yes. Uh, come with me. Yeah. If so she, this woman had been, a, had been condemned. Yeah. She was going to be yeah. executed somehow. Gone. She ends up working for Agrippina. Love that story. <laughs> Secondly, the yeah. eunuch. The eunuch is going to yes. deliver it. That's now, my up. policy has always been never trust a man that doesn't have any balls. That's what right. I always say. Literally. And I'm sticking with it. Doesn't have yeah. any. Yes. Never, or, 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 you know, has given him away because, you know, he's married. Never For trust a, a man. Right. <laughs> yeah. I didn't never trust a man without any balls to taste your taken. food. But no, yeah. I, they I, were I, taken. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah. shouldn't you be able to trust your taster? I mean, this guy has been, I've, as far as we know, he's been there for quite some time tasting his food before Claudius eats it, and somehow Agrippina was able to just bring him over? I mean, but wow. maybe that shows how powerful she was in the palace at this point. Well, that's the problem. I mean, you never know who to trust. True. Don't um, trust anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you mark. never know who to trust. Right. I mean, how do you know that your taster hasn't been bribed or isn't out to get you? I mean, yeah. it's it's, it's a tricky them. world of it poison. Yeah. All right, so back to Tacitus. He says, All the circumstances were subsequently so well known that writers of the time have declared that the poison was infused into some mushrooms, right. a favourite delicacy, and its effect not at the instant perceived from the emperor's lethargic or intoxicated condition. <laughs> right. His bowels, too, were relieved, and this seemed to have saved him. Oh. Agrippina was thoroughly dismayed. So the poison was put into some mushrooms. Now, right. you have to wonder. Yeah. yeah. Why not just give him poisonous mushrooms? <laughs> huh. 
Casilla supposedly did that with the two women that he lived with to get their fortunes. You know, I think, well, no, no, actually, I think I found the flaw. If you're Claudius and you're a big time mushroom fan, I would think he's in his 60s. He would know the difference. He probably knows a lot about mm. mushrooms to a degree. Maybe he would spot a poisonous mushroom. But still, I like the way right. you think. Well, yeah, he is a bit of a nerd, uh, yeah. science guy. Probably had a poster on his wall of all right. the different kinds of mushrooms and which chart. ones were edible and which yeah. ones, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking for, for a know, good time, mind map. For a good yeah. time, eat these mushrooms to die, yeah. eat these probably, mushrooms. Yeah. He'd probably written a book to shit your pants. on Yes, he probably mushrooms. did. Probably did. Yeah. It's the kind of guy. Um, but you would think in a dish like that, you know, you could have just slice up some yes. poison mushrooms, yes. fry them up in a little bit of butter, a little bit of salt I, I with some shiitake. Yeah, mix it all up together. He's not going to know. If you're chopped up, you can't tell. I mean, a mushroom chopped up is a mushroom, right? I think I might have found another flaw. Like you said a minute ago, you've got to find a mushroom that's poisonous that won't kill him too quickly, but he will lose his mental faculties so he can't yell, oh, my God, I've been poisoned. But you don't want him to die too quickly because then it's obvious it's poison. Maybe they couldn't find anything that fit the bill. But then again, you've got a professional poisoner right down there in your dungeon. If you're going to bring on a creative consultant, you might as well listen to them. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I think that was what went down in the meeting. Agrippina was like, why don't I just give him a poison mushroom? And Lacoste was like, listen. No, look, um, you're embarrassing do you yourself. Do this f- right. Do you do this for a living? No. Honestly. Then shut the fuck up. Have you ever been condemned to death for being a professional poisoner? No? Well, then please, shut the fuck up. You're this is what yourself. I do. Right. You go yeah. be a dirty slut whore. That's what you do. What I do. Right. Right. Is poison people to death. Listen, all, we all have you, our gifts and our skills and our role to play in yeah. these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't mean sexual role playing, so don't get excited. Right? I don't come to brothels and tell you how to suck dick. <laughs> don't you come to me and tell me how to poison people with mushrooms. It's you an insult. Suck our poison, okay? You I can. I don't have to be here. I can go back and get executed any time. I don't they, need to put up with this shit. You're calling my name right now. I could just walk over there. So don't waste my time. By the way, yeah, I made this for you. Eat this mushroom. <laughs> um, it's a parting gift. Whatever happened, he didn't die from it. Right. Now, yes. how do we know he didn't just get a bad mushroom? I mean, yeah, yeah. How, do, how do we know this isn't just, like he just had a, he felt a bit crook. And they were like, oh, I was poisoned. Anyway, Tacitus continues, fearing the worst and defying the immediate obloquy of the deed. There's a word you don't hear every day. Obloquy. Uh, What is the definition of obloquy, Ray? Give me the sentence again. Could you use it in a sentence? Fearing the worst and defying the immediate obloquy of the deed. Um, How it looked, how it came across. Strong condemnation. Strong, okay. That's what it means. All right. Thank you. Mm, 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 mm. Christians on YouTube showed obloquy for my film. Oh, okay. Without okay. having seen, seen it. it. Oh, that's quite the obviously. best kind. That's the best kind. Yeah. That's my obloquy. other favorite retort on YouTube right. is you know, before you criticize the film, you should probably actually watch it because you're just making a fool of yourself. There's an idea. Uh, defying the immediate obloquy of the deed, she availed herself of the complicity of Xenophon, the physician, which she had already secured. Yes. Yes. Oh, I got tax relief for the island of Koz and I sent Narcissus off on a, to a health resort. Yeah. 
So what Xenophon. are you going to do for me? Yeah, <clears throat> you owe me. Under pretense of helping the emperor's efforts to vomit, right. this man, it is supposed, introduced into his throat a feather sure. smeared with some rapid poison. Yes. For he knew that the greatest crimes are perilous in their inception, but well rewarded after their consummation. The old feather dipped in poison <laughs> trick. Halfway down your throat. Yeah. And if, if I real quick, before we go on, this, uh, you said it, that he's something about, he knows it could pay off bigly for him. It does, because when he <laughs> dies and his brother dies, they leave behind an estate of 30 million sesterces. So whatever things they did, legal or illegal in their lifetime, it obviously paid off for this, for Xenophon and his brother. Yeah. 13 million. I, um... Yeah. I, I I don't know about this story. Like It's too a poisoned feather down the throat. Now, I'm going to need you to hold still because I'm going to stick a feather down your throat, what, to make you throw up to get the poison? I mean, I don't get what what's the feather supposed to do. Now, up the ass, I get that. I do that. Anyway. Well, my point was going to be that we've seen this many times before when, like, Alexander the Great or Augustus is sick. Right. And the doctors are like, well, I don't, I don't want to be the last one to treat him because if I treat him and he dies... Oh, I'm fucked. Yeah. I'm fucked, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game over. I don't know about Xenophon doing the old poison feather trick. Shoot that poison feather through my heart. Um, yes. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Agrippa's, Agrippina's like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. He's going to be dead. Nero's going to be the king. I got you uh, back. The emperor. Yeah. Uh, you're going to be fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's all good. We got this covered. We got to lock down. We locked this shit down. And I own this palace, bitch. Did you read how Suetonius put it? Uh, yes, but you go ahead and tell it. Yeah, just just that he reports that he had a, obviously a slightly different account. He said there was a, a dish of poisoned mushrooms given by Agrippina herself, and the second attempt wasn't a feather in the throat. It was poisoned gruel or maybe, and this is my favorite part, a poisoned enema. So either through the front end or the back end, they got some poison in them after the first one didn't work, and so he's going to be a goner. But the thing is, no matter how it happened, and of course we will never really know, it turns out it's, Claudius is going to have a very long, lingering, painful death. So whether it was some of the poison at the, in the first instance and then more poison coming later, the, poison, the point is this guy suffered for a while before he dies. Cassius Dio writes that uh, with the poisoned mushrooms, after he had eaten the poisoned ones, Agrippina ate the rest. She goes, oh, that looks good. Can I have some? Clever. Yeah. Clever. It couldn't have been the mushrooms because she ate them. Yeah. Yeah, I ate them too. What's going on? I feel fine. It's it's age. It's as he's an old man. Damn. Yeah. So, um, look, poison mushrooms were were not like real poisonous mushrooms were known in the ancient world. Right. Domitian, for example, refused to eat them. Um, and not long after that, there was a banquet. Uh, this is obviously a little bit later, but uh, right. there was a banquet where the prefect of the watch, Seneca's friend Aeneas Serenus, along with several officers, all died from eating Poisonous mushrooms. Fuck. So it did happen. It was a thing. Um, Pliny Pliny suggests that Agrippina actually did it with poisoned mushrooms because in Nero's day there was a saying going around that mushrooms were the food of the gods. 
Because Nero said that Claudius became a god by eating one. (laughs) Yeah, but she left out the little tiny step of death that you have to go through first before you become a god. You don't just get promoted. You got to kind of die first. Well, that's good enough for Jesus. Good enough for (laughs) Claudius. I mean, the important thing about this is that Pliny was a contemporary. Right. He's what, like uh, Tacitus, Suetonius, these guys weren't contemporaries. Right. He's here in Dio, etc. Yeah. Yeah, Pliny was an emperor, a, an emperor, a contemporary. Right. Um, a little bit young at the time, but he was around. And uh, he heard that, uh, it, you know, Nero was, used to make jokes about mushrooms. So there you go. Um, in Suetonius's versions, uh, Claudius swallowed the poison, lost the power of speech, yeah. was afflicted with a terrible pain, which lasted all night until just before dawn, he died. Yeah. And this is October 13th of the year 54. Claudius is 64 years old. And of course, we never really know, but the point is, and we'll go into this later, Someone probably did something because he went downhill pretty quickly. Was it the taster? Was it the doctor? Was it all? Was it both of them? But as we've said before, Agrippina pretty much runs the palace at this point. So it could have been any or all of those helping her. One clever thing about the assassination is that Claudius was a big drinker, as we yes. know. Yes. And he used to get drink and lose the power of speech and pass out. Anyway, we've told stories about him having to be carried away from multiple dinners. He was always the last one to leave (laughs) because he was passed So everyone's like, oh, well, he's just drunk and passed out. No biggie. Let's just carry him to his bed. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that's not exactly. But Suetonius reports that there were several uh, different phases during the night. First he passed out, then he emptied the contents of his stomach by vomiting, then he felt better, and then he was poisoned again with a feather up the ass um, (laughs) and died. Either a feather down the throat or an enema uh, up the ass. Either way, he died. Or both. Yeah, both. Yeah, why not? Last chance. Last chance to do ass to mouth with Claudius. Who's take, who's, who wants to take it in? Oh, 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 you, yes, taster, come on over. According to Seneca, when the report went out shortly after midday on the 13th of October in the year 54, that he was dead, yeah. the official report stated that he died happy Aww. watching the performance of the comic actors brought in to entertain him while he was indisposed. I don't, that doesn't jive with dying painfully, but what do I know? I'm not a doctor. Mm, anymore, anymore, not after they... After I lost my license. I don't want to talk about... Took you know, your license. Yeah, I don't like to talk. Yeah. That whole ass to mouth thing got way out of hand. Anyway. Several of the suggestions are that before it was publicly announced, they'd already <laughs> made sure that Nero had taken the job. Yes. That he was confirmed before they took it public. Tacitus writes, while the Senate was summoned and prayers rehearsed by the consuls and priests for the emperor's recovery... Mm. Though the lifeless body was being wrapped in blankets with warm applications while all was being arranged to establish Nero on the throne. So they were publicly saying, oh, he's he's not well. Turn in the corner. uh, Turn in the corner. Maybe. Maybe not, but maybe. Yeah. 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 Look, we feel very good about it. it. We feel very confident. (laughs) Spring's coming. When we get it to the... Yeah. Yeah, we're going to take it to the Supreme Court. (laughs) It's all going to be fine. Don't worry. No one worry about it. Yeah, it's all good. 
Duplicity, at the very least. Tacitus continues, At first, Agrippina, seemingly overwhelmed by grief and seeking comfort, clasped Britannicus in her embraces, called him the very image of his father. Mm. Not sure that was a compliment. And hindered him by every possible device from leaving the chamber. That's like that's when people want to be mean to your daughters. They say, well, right. you look so much like your dad. <laughs> she also detained his sisters, Antonia and Octavia, closed every approach to the palace yes. with a military guard and repeatedly gave out that the emperor's health was better oh. so that the soldiers might be encouraged to hope and that the fortunate moment foretold by the astrologers might arrive. At last, at noon on the 13th of October, the gates of the palace were suddenly thrown open, and Nero, accompanied by Burrus, went forth to the cohort which was on guard after military custom. Mm. There, at the suggestion of the commanding officer, he was hailed with joyful shouts and set on a litter. I'm like, mm-hmm. he's old enough to be toilet trained by now. Yeah. They don't have to go, listen, you, you go pee pee and poo poo, yeah. and then we'll let you sit on the throne. Right. This don't is... want you putting on the purple robe right. unless you've gone pee pee and poo poo first. <laughs> that's that's a rule in this house. So we're talking about Sextus, Afranius, uh, Burrus, who is the pre- prefect of the Praetorian Guard. And I'm sure it's a comp- uh, complete coincidence that he was given that job by Agrippina's. Um, moves throughout the palace in 51. So again, she's even got the Praetorian Guard on her side. And like you said, they come out, the the prefect of Praetorian Guard goes, <clears throat> uh, the new emperor is here. So do they hail him Imperator? That's what I'd read somewhere. Well, this is what Tacitus okay. says. Um, s- some, it is said, hesitated and looked around and asked where Britannicus was. Where's B-Boy? Where's, where's, where's the other one? Yeah, he's not here. Then, when there was no one to lead a resistance, <laughs> right. they yielded to what was offered them. Nero yeah. was conveyed into the camp and having first spoken suitably to the occasion and promised a donative right. after the example of his father's yeah. bounty, Clever. he was unanimously greeted as emperor. And by right. his father, he means Claudius, not his right. real father, Ahenobarbus. Exactly. The decrees of the Senate... Sorry, sorry. The decrees of the Senate followed the voice of the soldiers and there was no hesitation in the provinces. Divine honours were decreed to Claudius and his funeral rites were solemnised on the same scale as those of Augustus for Agrippina strove to emulate the magnificence of her great-grandmother, Livia. But his will was not publicly read as the preference of the stepson to the son might provoke a sense of wrong and angry feeling in the popular mind. Duh. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, in the will, Britannicus and Nero are, are set as equal heirs. And everybody would immediately go, well, where's the other one? He's still yeah. locked up in the palace. Literally locked up in the palace. They were yeah. like, well, read the will, read the will. And she was like, oh, wanna, look, Willis Schmillis. Will, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> don't worry about that. But don't you love the way this played out exactly the way that Claudius came to power? I mean, frick. Good, just it worked out beautifully. Agrippina, if she did orchestrate that, is freaking brilliant. Very smooth. Now, how old is young Nero, Ray? Um, is he eighteen? I'm trying to remember the years. It's he's pretty young. Yeah, he would have been seventeen, 17. or eighteen, depending right. on when he was actually born at this stage. Right. Let's see. And now he's I'm in charge. Looking up. He was born on the 15th of December in the year 37. And we're talking mid-October. Uh, we're talking mid-October in 54. 
So, uh, yeah, he's 17, about to be 18. How old was Caligula? Was Caligula 24? I I think he was 24 when he died. Oh, when he died? died? Okay. So still, he was older than Nero. Yeah, this is going to work out well. This is going to be fine. (laughs) Put a young kid in charge. No, 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 fine. It's fine. Caligula was born in the year 12. He became emperor in 37. Oh, yes. No, he was uh, 20, 20, 20 something. 24, right. 25. You're right. Yeah. But he was still old. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah. They're getting he was younger. old compared to Nero. Next getting time it's going to be a bunch of diapers. Hi, is there anybody mm. in the diapers that's going to run this empire? Oh, yeah. hi, little boy. I mean, this is fucking ridiculous. But what are you going to do? So what do you think? Poisoned or natural causes here? Well... Let's let's look at it. he's sixty four. He drank a shit ton. Um, I mean, but just kind of the way he went down. I mean, if you're sixty four years old and and your body just gives out, you I guess theoretically you would go down that fast. But I mean, Agrippina has only got so much time. She's got enemies, even though she's removing these enemies left and right. I think she probably thought it was the best time for. Claudius to go and so I think in whatever shape or form she had a hand in this we just don't know who were her actual accomplices were what do you think well uh, he, he seemed to go quickly but we know that he wasn't in good health we know that he was a big drinker yeah uh the party doesn't and, and he's old yeah I mean, he's 64. pretty old for that day yeah, yeah. It, it could have been a heart attack sure sure he got drunk went to bed had a heart attack, died, and the That's sources it. are blaming it on her. She's because female. we know, like, it, it, they all, you know, well, I'll get into a little bit of how this plays out later on, but yeah. Tacitus has it in for her as he had it in for Messalina. Right. Um, so it's really hard to Tardis. take take it too seriously. I yeah. mean, there's really no evidence that I'm aware of, apart from Nero making a joke about mushrooms being the food of the gods. And he could have just been a dick, being a, it a dick and, moment. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now, as you said earlier, there were a large number of magistrates who died just before Claudius. Right. Um, now, you know, you mentioned them as being bad signs, bad omens, but maybe there was something going around a bug. in Rome. COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Um, COVID. Yeah, it was Rona. <laughs> the Roman Rona. Ancient Rona. <clears throat> Ancient Rona. Yeah. Ancient Rona. <laughs> and we saw, like, the Italians were one of the first oh, to collapse to Rona this time. They got hit hard. So maybe, you know, this yeah. is Rome. <clears throat> so maybe it might have been one of those um, unhealthy periods in Rome where there was some some sort of a, a major virus going around that was wiping people out. Right. Um, and according to Seneca in his um, Apocalocintosis, the pumpkinifi- pumpkinification of the divine Claudius right. that he wrote afterwards, Claudius was in the habit of holding court in Rome instead of going to a country retreat. So... He would have been around during the summer when people were spreading this virus yeah. around. Um, and in Seneca, in the Apoco, he actually says it's a fever that carried off Claudius. Mm. So it might have been something like malaria even, yeah. like killed Alexander the Great, we suspect. Right. Yeah. Again, I- there was a lot of poisoning theories around Alexander as well. Yes. But but you're right. I mean, if you look at the sources that we do have, there is no 
tangible, direct proof that somebody killed this guy. It could have easily have been his body gave out. It could have been a, a virus going around. It could have been a heart attack. I mean, that is that is equally plausible, if not more so, because there's absolutely no real proof of him being poisoned. So we'll never know. Well, I've, I've heard that there actually is real proof of that, but right. Trump's going to present it to the Supreme Court. Right, he's saying it. No one has it. seen it yet, right. but it's there. And, yeah. um, and while he's there. Joseph... Right. While he's there, Joseph Smith's also going to present proof of the golden plates. And, <laughs> it's going to be a big day. Uh, the, the, and the Alexander's Pope is going to have proof that exactly. G- Jesus actually existed. Yeah, big it's all going to happen. Front page news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So immediately following the succession of Nero, Claudius's memory was disparaged. Partly to make Nero's rule more acceptable. Right. Because uh, they had to paint. Claudius had to be the bad guy, exactly what Caligula did when he took over, right? Well, yes. and what Claudius did when he took over. Yeah. Well, that guy, well, Crazy. that guy was a complete yeah. cut. We know that. But me, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm, the, a, I'm, the, I'm the good guy good emperor, guy. right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. No cunt here. Yeah. <laughs> no lettuce. <laughs> lettuce free. Wink, wink. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also partly, you know, Nero did it partly to stomp on Britannicus's chances of taking power as well. You, you disparage Claudius right. as being evil and brutal and right. et cetera, et cetera. <clears throat> and, and also to make his mother come out of it looking good as well, right? So, oh, well, my mom, no, yeah, she had nothing pass. to do with all of no. those people yeah, that went down. No, no, earth. no. Yeah. She, was, she cried and cried when they got yeah. rid of all those people. She couldn't believe it. She was yeah. shocked she was. <laughs> Horrified, shocked that there was gambling going on in this establishment. Um, I had to stop and also myself. partly because yeah. his speechwriter, as you were hinting earlier, was Seneca. And Seneca hated Claudius because Claudius had sent him into exile for eight years. So, yeah, do it. That will do it. All of the literature that came out immediately following Nero's succession painted Claudius out to be the bad guy. But when Nero fell, the beginning of the Flavian period with Vespasian, then they wanted to disparage Nero, so they reformed the reputation oh. of Claudius. Also because Vespasian was seen as an usurper, wasn't a Julio-Claudian. Claudius wasn't a Caesar, and as we know, he took power by force. Right. Well, didn't inherit it. Um, so Vespasian, as another usurper, wanted to resurrect, reform the reputation of Claudius. So, you know, it's uh, very hard through all of that. And, of course, you know, guys like Tacitus and Josephus are writing during the Flavian period. So So they tend to be, you know, uh, paint Nero and his mother out to be bad, Claudius to be good. Right. Very hard to tell. In his tragedy, um, Octavia, written around 79 CE, Mm -hmm. attributed to Seneca in the olden days, but modern scholars don't um, tend to think that Seneca wrote it because it contains accurate prophecies of his own death. Um, yeah. which is either really good magic or you <laughs> which know, you're not probably allowed to do. not written by him. Right. Mm. right. But according to that play, Messalina is sort of a, a misguided adulteress and it's her death that sets off a chain of disasters, that she's the she was um, just a, she just loved to fuck, basically, right. a misguided, passionate adulteress who was really an innocent victim 
of Claudius's madness, right. and uh, it set off a whole chain of oh, events. Um, but on the other hand, in the play, Agrippina is definitely painted as Claudius's murderer. So I don't know. Um, it, and you know, the other thing is that Vespasian was a consul and received triumphal honors during Claudius's reign. So mm-hmm. obviously, he's going to want paint want to paint Claudius out as being a pretty good guy. Right. It's messy and very hard to unpick. Sure. Do, do you think, um, knowing that uh, Halotus, the uh, taster, actually survives... Hello! He- oh, sorry. Hello, Tus. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure what the fuck... It sounded like Forrest Gump for a second. Um, Halotus survives Nero. He actually lives longer than Nero. You would think that if he was involved in this, wouldn't have Agrippina had this commoner tasted taster done away with at some point? Or is that, mm. again, probably reading too much into this? I don't know what my wife's got to do with it. Didn't you say done away? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, man. All I know is that um, another historian of that period, Fabius Rusticus, right. wrote a book about this period. Um, we don't have it, unfortunately. Oh, but uh, he was Christians. very credible. Tacitus, Tacitus right. describes him as the most graphic among ancient and modern historians. Oh, I like that. But he also said that he embellished matters with his eloquence. I like that He too. used Rusticus's work for his annals, but he pointed out, Tacitus this is, that Rusticus was a very close friend of Seneca. So. And so yeah. he couldn't trust anything that Seneca or that Rusticus said about Claudius. Um, but that's it, man. That is yeah. the end of he's, Claudius. He's Final take, do you like Claudius? What do you think of Claudius? I mean, well, at the very least, you can't help but compare him against Tiberius, uh, Caligula, and the coming Nero. So he certainly comes off um, better than those guys, more moderate. He wasn't spending, wasting a ton of money, that kind of thing like Caligula. But here's my thing. Here's a part that I can't get past. Someone else risks their life, kills Caligula, and gives him the power. I mean... People just don't do favors like that. People supposedly were after Claudius when he's the emperor and his wife has bad dreams about them and they get killed, not through a trial or whatever, just because she had a bad dream. He had nothing to do with it, but he benefits from other people's actions. I mean, it's just too many coincidences lined up. I think he was a part of um, killing Caligula. I, I think he, you know, he was just uh, he'd been around for a long time, and he had a, he had a chance to think about how to come across as a good guy. So, I don't think he's as good as he might be. He might seem because he gets compared to all these crazies. But um, I, I don't know. He, he certainly lasted a lot longer than Caligula did. So, he if he wanted to be the emperor, if he actually strove for for all these years and planned, he achieved what he wanted. Yeah, I don't know about I don't know about his involvement in Caligula's murder, but I'm glad you reminded me of that. I mean, the stories of him hiding behind the curtains yeah. and being terrified so if weak, they are true suggest pathetic. he didn't. Well, but it suggests he didn't know it was going to go down. Right. If you knew it was going to go down, although he was supposedly, you know, part of the inner circle, he tried to excuse himself from the uh, function, but yeah, uh, that doesn't like if you knew that was going to go down, you'd have yourself somewhere locked away, safe. And maybe yeah. he was. Maybe the whole hiding behind a curtain story is just part of the mythology that came out at some point. And the, but and, as an emperor, yes. I mean, okay, but as an emperor, right. I think um, did a reasonably good job. Like uh, yes. conquered the Brits, 
Yeah. Um, didn't no major failures right. in the empire Besides during his like he was he was fairly good with money. He wasn't yes. profligate like yes. Caligula was. Yeah, well, he built the tunnel. That was ambitious. I mean, True. maybe more quality control could have been yeah. used, but he trusted Narcissus, obviously. He's just one man. Yeah, he should have maybe gone to inspect it and gone, shouldn't this be deeper? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> uh, like, I'm my, not a physicist, but when I just in think doubt, it should be a little bit deeper. Go deeper. That's my motto. It's on a coffee mug. But he did focus on bringing food into Rome. He did rebuild Ostia's port to help with the facility of bringing food in. So as far as... As far as being the executive, he did a lot of good things. And he, like you said, he avoided doing a lot of bad things. Well, next time we'll get into the Black Prince, Nero. Yeah. We'll go out with this because this was fun. (laughs) 